It is the 200 level episode 142. Mike Carpenter here at halftime. As of yet, untitled podcast. Illinois leading 43 to 29 at Cameron Indoor Stadium. And I know this Duke team, they're young. They're figuring things out. This Illinois team, though, six days after the loss to Baylor, looking a heck of a lot better. And it's kind of a tale of two first halves. The first 10 minutes were the freshmen. Adam Miller, Andre Curbelo, I know only two points, but a big factor. They were the big factors. And then later in that first half, it was Io really picking things up. You have Georgie with some excellent play off the bench and Trent with two big threes. So a team effort by all counts. I know Kofi may be a little bit inconsistent, but still a factor down low. 43-29 lead as we enter the second half with Isaac and Trevor joining us here in just a bit. Before we bring them on, a reminder, the 200 level is brought to you by DP Doe. Online at dpdoe.com. Use coupon code MIKE for $5 calzones, $6 premium and construction zones, and they deliver anywhere in Champaign-Urbana. So you can stay home, and they are open late. So if you want to celebrate this game, if you're listening to this podcast at, I don't know, um, 1130, something like that this evening, and you can't get to sleep, here's hoping they still win. You can celebrate with a calzone from DP Doe. That's coupon code Mike at dpdoe.com. Also, uh, Fourth and Kirby, online at fourthandkirby.com. Use coupon code 200LEVEL or THE200LEVEL for 10% off your order. And all year round, they have buy two t-shirts, get one free. This is perfect just in time for Christmas for the Illini fan in your life. They are a mom and pop operation. And these are quality, vintage-inspired Illini apparel. We're talking T-shirts, crew neck sweatshirts. I'm rocking out my orange Illini script T-shirt that I wore at the Iowa game last March. I figured I needed the mojo back. So far, it's working. Use uh, coupon code 200LEVEL at 4thandkirby.com. That's 4thandkirby.com. And finally, State Farm agent Brian Hansen online at brianismyguy.com. No coupon code for that, but you don't need it. It's State Farm. You know the prices are going to be good, and the service is exceptional. Our transition to the new house with homeowners and auto was seamless. Brian and his staff made it very, very easy, and we trust them with all that kind of stuff that we just don't understand. So brianismyguy.com for State Farm agent Brian Hansen, Alana Inquirer, and the Champagne Showers Podcast Network. All right, so I'm trying to calm down, though I'm a little bit jittery. I noticed in the first half when Illinois took, what was it, a 14-2 lead? And thinking, man, if only it was that easy. And of course, the rest of the half was basically about even, where there were four-minute stretches that Duke chipped into it, got within, I think, eight. But that's the closest they've been. So if you take the other approach through one half, if you're a Duke fan, you're thinking, we just can't crack these guys. We cannot get it close. And for Illinois, you're doing all this without feeling like you've really put an A-plus effort out there. Yes, individual guys have done a lot of good things for you in this half. Adam Miller. Got you off to that big lead. He has nine points, but I think that was all within the first five or six minutes. And then later in that half, and I think what's most promising is we enter the second half. We'll be doing play-by-play. We hope that you're listening to what is a celebratory podcast. But what really gives me a lot of encouragement is the fact that the veterans, Georgie, fantastic off the bench. Trent, starting to make threes, still disruptive on defense. And then Io. Looking like the seasoned veteran out there. He had four points on four free throws early in the half. And then, you can't say he took over, but when he wanted to get a shot, he did. He's looking very much like Io of last February and March. So I'm encouraged by all that. Kofi, got to get him right. Got to get him more consistent. But you're doing all this without that, which leads me to think, okay, best case scenario, you can extend this lead early in the half. Of course, by the time you're listening to this, you already know what the result is, but uh, we're excited nonetheless, and it feels a little bit different than last Wednesday, where 
it was tenuous at best. You kind of knew that even when you were up, what, two, three points early in that half, that Baylor was the better team, and they proved that to be the case. Tonight, I think the shoe's on the other foot. As I watch this game, it really does feel like Illinois is the better team, and it's going to take a lot of mental lapses for the Illini to lose a lead like they have right now, and they have a chance to extend it and make it much more comfortable for all of us. So we have... On the phone line, on the Zoom line, I guess, Isaac Ambrose. And Isaac, this is a far cry from last week where we were excited, but I think we also understood it was going to take a Herculean effort in the second half to ultimately pull out the win. Right now, it feels like we just kind of got to do our thing, and if we do, we're going to be okay. This is exactly how we were supposed to be feeling last week, but you know, you're taking down a team, you're not at home, a top top 10 team, so... And Duke is not probably the Duke that they usually are, but they're still really good. I think they're going to be competitive this year. Matthew Hurt is a great scorer. He's just that typical white guy. He's like Christian Leitner's son. They're probably related somehow. Um, but this is this is a great feeling. I mean, you could also be up probably 20 if you hadn't turned the ball over so much. So it's a great feeling to know that Io only has six you have a lot of turnovers and you're up 14 at half on the road against the top 10 team. So you got lots of things going for you as well as lots of things that you could be doing better. So it's nice to have a mix of both. It is. Um, yeah. You weren't, you were not playing your a plus game. You're playing probably a solid B B plus and you're still, you got this margin for error. You mentioned IO. He actually has eight points cause he got a late bucket, but he's got also seven rebounds four assists, only one turnover. So I'm looking at it. I guess it's a quiet first half, but he's kind of doing, Isaac, that Andres Feliz thing where you look up at the scoreboard and you think, oh, I guess he is actually pretty productive tonight. Yeah, you said Corbello. Sorry, you broke out there for a second. Uh, sorry, Desumu, how he has a, a sneaky eight points, which kind of reminds me of oh, Feliz last year, oh, how you'd look right. up at the scoreboard and, oh, he's got his. That's how he's been kind of the past few weeks. Um, even the game, the first game, North Carolina A&T, when everybody was admiring Adam Miller, which he deserved. And then you're like, oh, wait, Io had 28 too. And that's a great – DeMonte, is, he's shooting like 65% from three right now. Wait, did he just he make one? I feel, like, I feel like I'm behind oh, maybe. Shoot, did he yeah, just – Hey, it's fine. If he made a three, I don't care how far I'm behind. So DeMonte makes a three to start off the half for Illinois. They're up 17. I'm at 19.40. I apologize for that. And okay. Trevor, Trevor, you are on some good old-fashioned Comcast cable, which means that uh, you're you're ahead of us. You don't even have a DVR box, do you? I cannot hear carp at all. Hmm. One sec here. One more. Uh, let's try that again. Can you hear me okay, Trevor? Check, check, yeah. check. Okay, yeah. there we go. But I was saying, you don't have a DVR box, so you are kind of, uh, you are not able to pause or wait for us to catch up. So I'm, I'm waiting for utterances from you to clue us in on how things are going. I'm, uh, I'm old schooling it with the old uh, 32 inch TV mm, on cable it. with no DVR. 46 29. Duke misses their shot. Kofi with the board. Io taking it to the rim. He is not going to get that to drop. No foul on that. Uh, looked like pretty clean defense. Duke with the ball and uh, taking it back up top with 19 to go here. Long three from, is that Jalen Johnson? No good. Illinois with the board. So a 17-point lead, and it's I'm not going to start counting minutes. I want to win, but now I'm starting to get greedy. I want to win by a lot. Kofi gets fouled, so he will go to the line. Uh, Trevor, as you have watched uh, really the tail end of that first half, it got to a point where 
I was a little bit scared. I think Duke got within eight after a couple of free throws. And then Illinois immediately responded with what I think might be the, the key point in the game. Five points with an IO layup, I believe, and then a Trent three. And it seemed to stem the tide and really get Illinois going again. Yeah, I think um, one of the things that's important to note about that, like to your point, and it happened several times, is I feel like from about the seven-minute mark to the end of the first half, about every minute Duke would punch back to within eight, and then you'd immediately punch back up to 13. And, and I mean, it happened like four times there. Out of the timeout, Io hits a mid-range jumper. And then I, I swear there was a stretch there where Io, like, he hit two shots, and then he assisted on two Trent threes, and then he hit another shot. And it was kind of like the end of that Wisconsin game where he either assisted or scored on what was like six of your last seven possessions of the first half. Yeah, 48-29. There was a foul here on Kofi that, I don't know, looked a little bit soft there. I got 18-40 on the clock, and I think Duke will go to the line. Was that a shooting foul, or I think they called it on the floor, so Duke will take it out. But yeah, you yeah, used- Oh, sorry, go ahead, Isaac. I was just going to say, say it's a shooting foul, and I don't know about you guys. There were a few in the first half that I felt like you definitely should have had called, and it felt like these refs mm-hmm. were being a little bit homer, but it's easy to be the road team and think that. Oh, there was. Go ahead, Trevor. I don't I don't hate the no call. I just want to see it on both ends, and so it's one of those things where, like, I don't know. There's a lot of hard body contact, and you usually hear him just say, the refs are letting them play, but it wasn't <laughs> on both sides that they were letting them play, and that well, was sort of the frustration for me. They missed both of their free throws anyway, so ball don't lie, as a, a wise Hard friend once told mad. me. Oh, I am? Oh, did Kofi do something here? We have Trent looking for, what, uh, Kofi down low, and Kofi is going to miss a layup, but he will go to the line. Now, here's he the thing. He can't make it. If he's, he has to literally dunk it. I will say this, though. I'm not too mad because he has made his last four free throws. Not to be the jinx yeah, or anything, true. but he is he is looking better from the line. I'm still adjusting levels here. We are live going on the fly here in the <laughs> second half. You guys are sounding good, though. Uh, that sounded like he missed that first free throw. We're, we're going to kind of have this gamesmanship of, wait, what did Isaac just, did he grunt? Did he? All right. I got to be, I'll be better. No, you're fine, man. You're fine. So we have a 19-point lead. Kofi's first free throw is up and is no good. 18-21 left on the clock. And what I would love is to get to this first media timeout and, hey, get it to 20. Get this to to the point where Duke is sort of scrambling, and they already kind of are in their half-court offense, but really get him scrambling where you can just keep him at arm's length for the rest of the way. Kofi's second free throw is up. It is no good. He misses both. So he is four for eight. I jinxed him, if you believe in that sort of thing. Duke with the ball. They're taking it to the rim, and that is an easy layup. That is a 17-point lead now for Illinois with 18-10 to go and some a little bit of pressure full court here, though Trent breaks it easily across the half court. Look at me. I'm doing play-by-play, guys. Okay, so Jeremy Roach, he is their best backcourt guy, at least tonight he is. Hertz was good early for Duke, and he's that lanky power forward that seems to be a bad matchup. Quiet sense with three fouls, and we got a charge on Kofi. Let's get Georgie in oh there, huh? Oh, my. That's just a... <sighs> I hate that call because it just gives the small guy just a bailout, essentially. I need to see this replay here. So you see Kofi. That's not a – that's, I feel, a pretty weak charge call. But Georgie's coming in, and I feel good about that because Georgie's finishing around the rim pretty consistently right now, though that is a nice feed to Hertz and a foul, and he will go to the line. DeMonte with some good help. but uh, That's fine. 
I mean, you'd yeah. rather make him earn that from the line than make that easy layup. Antigua, the big man coach, he's coaching Kofi up. And you look at Kofi, and when he was making the free throws, I kind of cooled off and said, all right, all right, Kofi, you're fine, you're fine. But man, oh man, this start to the season, I know that overall his numbers you'd look at and say, well, he's averaging a double-double and hardly breaking a sweat doing it. But this is the kind of game where I was hoping for a coming out party because the matchup would suggest that he could, as Hurt misses another. Is it Hurt or Hurts? I'm sorry. Just Hurt? Matthew Hurt. I think it is just Hurt. I'm thinking Jalen Hurts, who is now the starter for the Eagles. Go figure. All right, 48-31, second free throw coming up here for Hurt. And checking the substitution for Illinois. So here's your lineup on the court. Is Okay, we got Adam Miller, Io, Trent, Georgie, and Corbello was in there. Another missed free throw for Duke. Take Put the shoe on the other foot, guys, and think of this perspective. If you're a Duke fan, you are not looking good tonight, as Corbello with the terrible turnover, though. And this is going to be a take and a block for Illinois, but an easy putback for Hurt. And I, you don't want to see, you don't want to give back that 19 point cushion you had just like that. I don't like it. It is funny to see. I don't, and to your point, I don't think if you're a Duke fan, you can't be pleased with this, right? And it's funny to sort of recalibrate in game. And it, this always happens. So I'm not, it's not some giant macro statement, but it's funny to see like Illinois' lead gets trimmed from 19 to 15 and the Duke bench is excited. And so you, so it's you surreal, yeah. just check yourself like, wait a minute, wait a minute. The Duke bench is trying to get up because Illinois is only up by 15 instead of 19. Like, it's just one of those sort of like fun uh, fan check moments for me. Half-court trap almost works there, but Illinois with the ball, 15 in the shot clock, 15-point lead with 17.05 to go. Curbelo to Io up top. Io trying to take it to the rim. Good defense by Duke. It is no good, and they have the ball and a chance to get this down to a 13 or 12-point lead. This is I don't Stewart. mind whenever Io misses a shot like that. I know he no. missed two uh, wide-open threes in the first half, and that was sort of a mid-range miss. That's fine. He's Looks... going to make those more often than not. Do we call a foul here, or is that just out of bounds? Just out of bounds. Okay. So now, However, Illinois does have four fouls, I think, already on the half. The last half, they got to six with about, I don't know, 11 minutes to go, and it was a while before they got to the bonus, though Duke did end up in double bonus. Two fouls for Duke four for Illinois 15 point lead 1650 to go and a nice bit of defense there Trent disruptive knocks it loose Corbello over to Trent the three is up the three is no good and that's going back the other way now for Duke they do not have numbers though they're trying to take it to the rim and they do and it is a charge that's a foul all right great D Trent I know Isaac you mentioned this and I thought this was a good point it doesn't really feel like anything that Illinois is doing wrong is the byproduct of Duke like, no. Illinois is missing wide-open shots, and that's whatever. And Illinois is turning the ball over because, like, Andre's just spacing out and someone's grabbing the ball from him. But it doesn't really feel like Duke is necessarily, like, exerting their will in any sense of the word. This is a nice break of the trap for Illinois. Trent, around the lane, he kicks it back out to Andre Curbelo to reset it. We got 15 on the shot clock, 16.20 to go. 15-point Illinois lead. I look at this as just winning each four-minute increment, and right now you do have one more point than they do, but what do we got? Another travel on Curbelo, and he's a little sloppy. A little sloppy. The good right? the bad. I, it'd be interesting to go back. I think Derek talked about this. Cassius Winston, his freshman year, too, we, we, can bear, we compare the two so much, but I'm pretty sure he had similar turnover to assist numbers his freshman year as well. Ah, oh, gosh. Love that head of hair, though. My God. Did something bad yeah. just happen? Am I really far behind here? Is you it? must be really far behind because I'm like 
four plays from what you're talking about when you talk about it. Okay, so this is a and one here. So Duke is going to get this within 13. I don't know what the hell is going on here. Let me look, work on this fire stick situation. I would almost try to get hurt another foul. And I wouldn't, like, that can't be your sole focus because it's going to ruin your offensive flow. But, I mean, he's played a significant stretch here with three fouls. And getting him a fourth with 16 minutes left in the game would be uh, big. Slop, sloppy. I, I don't understand. I mean, this is going to be, what, a 7 nothing run here for Duke. Yeah. As Goldmeyer. Get a chance to go up 20. Yeah, you did. And, I, I yeah. I, you don't want this to be the stretch where you look back and say, well, God, now all of a sudden it's it's competitive for the second half. I, I didn't think maybe it was realistic to blow them out, but it felt like if you got past a certain point of no return, you could have. Right now it's a 12-month lead. That's ridiculous. 48-36, and I don't like the sound of that, guys. Is it 16-05? It looks like maybe we don't, what, break the press here? Uh, this is a pass to Adam Miller. Adam Miller over to Coleman Hawkins, over to Io. Io, it's going to get a charge. That's not a charge. And we're going to go to a, be, but it's ridiculous either way. Going to go to a timeout with a twelve-point lead. So Duke chipped into it by two points. Good thing you had a nice little run at the start of it. Uh, but you're right, Trevor. You know, here they are. Duke is pumped up, and they're down twelve. Right. This this was their run as long as you can stem the tide coming out of this timeout. Quick reminder. It, uh, the, uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Trevor. Oh no, I just it seems really cheesy and like fan meatbally to be like. Duke's not very good, guys. When you're up, when you're up by twelve, but I'm not impressed by anything I'm seeing with Duke. They seem like a collection of okay freshmen who don't really know what they're doing. Well, what encourages you about Illinois, and this is like turning bad news, turn, turning lemons into lemonade, is all the mistakes that you're making and the messiness on the court, and yet you're still doing this, which leads me to think: okay, as the season progresses, let's say they make a similar jump to what they did from December of last year to the end of last season with this roster, and you're thinking, okay, well, if that is the same kind of progression they make as they go through the Big Ten season, this team is going to lose some games just by virtue of having a really tough schedule. But you got to think that if you get to March and you get to the bubble in Indy, that this team at their peak is going to be extremely dangerous. And I know that goes without saying you're number six in the nation. Other people believe that too. But just even the Baylor game where, yes, Baylor ultimately imposed their will, but even as you played a B-minus game, for the first 25 minutes, you were right there with them. So uh, I don't know, Isaac. I, I'm trying to maybe convince myself that, you know, being up 12 right now, I, I'm trying to say it doesn't scare me because I think that even if we don't clean everything up, we're still good enough to hold this lead and win this game. Well, Duke hasn't made a three yet either, I don't think. So that's a positive because when you're coming back from double digits, making threes helps a lot, goes a long way. And you were able to do that in the first half because you went up, what, 12, and then they brought it within nine, and then you extended it again. So you've been able to keep them kind of at arm's length here. But I don't know if it's just Illinois fans being scarred by the past 15 or 20 years because no no lead feels safe for me. I just would rather win by 40. And then once we're up about 30 and there's 10 minutes left, I'm like, okay, um, but it, it is satisfying. I know we've already talked about this. It's good feeling that you're playing a top 10 team on the road and you're making a lot of mistakes and you're still up double digits. So this team, again, I think this game though proves Gonzaga and Baylor and maybe Iowa are just really in a tier of their own. I mean, you, you hung with Baylor for a while, but 
they're just so much better than this Duke team is. So it's hard to even put Duke and Baylor in the same top 10. Yeah, I, think, I don't even mean this as a slight to – sorry, Carp, go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say that that Iowa game, I, I texted you guys, I'm not too impressed by these guys, and then they go on a 16 nothing run. It, it doesn't <laughs> It doesn't matter that their defense isn't great. It, it may hurt them in a tournament game. It may hurt them in a couple Big Ten games, but they shot 40-plus threes, I think, tonight, and they scored 100 points, essentially, against the North Carolina team that they're kind of a mess, but I think that tells you this Iowa team, they're so good on offense that – they don't need to be perfect, and on any given night, they can they could play the best team in the country, a Baylor or a Gonzaga. And I mean, God, Iowa's number three, so they aren't far off. And if they're making threes, they're going to win. That's just how they're going to play. Sorry, Trevor. Okay. No, it's fine. I I have a hard time to that point. I have a hard time wanting to put Iowa super deep in a, in a potential bracket, knowing that there's just such a you know, like we talk about potential issues or hypothetical problems or something that Illinois would have. And there's a weakness here and a weakness there. And you talk about Gonzaga, maybe there's a weakness here. They play a soft schedule. The thing with Iowa is there's just an entire side of the ball that they stink at. And so I understand that if Garz is going to go out and get you 50, maybe it doesn't matter. But, man, it sure feels like if they run into – and I'm not going to say they're going to get upset in a 215. You know, they're not going to lose to Mercer. But if they were to match up with somebody in the Sweet 16 – that had a really potent offense. I don't really know how you can say right now, like Iowa's a national title contender because they give up 89 points a game. Yeah, they do. But this is sort of, you'd have to go back to the late nineties. So. Right. Exactly. <laughs> where you go back to the late eighties where some of those final scores in the final on, and, and we consider them a great defensive team. They certainly could be, but some of those scores in late eighties, big 10 basketball were ridiculous. Okay. So we have a 10 point lead. Danger zone, I think, right here. I think this is a big four-minute stretch. And you know what? With 15.30 to go on the road against the top 10 Duke team, they're all they're all important four-minute stretches. Hey, but I'll take it if danger zone is up double digits. Yeah, well, you built yourself a nice cushion, and that includes the start of this second half. So the 9 run, nothing run for Duke came after you had, what, a 4 or 5 nothing run yourself. This is going to be a trap on Io. Coleman Hawkins gets it across the timeline. Oh, God. We are really laboring against this trap here. 15.20 to go, 15 left on the shot clock. Trent up top as Illinois is trying to set here for a shot. So you got Trent, Adam Miller, Io, Georgie, yes, and Coleman Hawkins. Yes, yes, yes. All right, something good happened here as Trent <laughs> finds Io, Io, taking it to the rim. It is up. It is good. Signature Io, 15-footer, 12-point Illinois lead. Trevor, Duke brings Trevor, it up. where are you at? I'm way ahead of you guys. Okay. okay good. Well, I, I like, like that. I like that. I like that a lot. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, Duke is now going against Coleman Hawkins. A long three for Hurt is oh. up. It is not even close. And then I just heard Trent say something good. Io taking it over for Georgie for an alley oop. Fourteen forty to go. That's where I, I'm I haven't at. Seen Georgie get up like that since a Michigan game last year. Uh, and Trevor, I feel like you just had another good one. So let's see what happens here. Fourteen point Illinois <laughs> lead. 10 points for Io, 11 rebounds, 5 assists. Coleman Hawkins guarding uh, number 5 for Duke. Now it's back up top to Goldmeyer. That was a great pass. Good finish. Out of bounds for Duke. So stemming the tide, right? And you had this, this game down to 10. the exact same thing that we did in the first half, right? They get it down to 8 and you punch back. Yeah, essentially it was 8 points and then you had a 5 nothing run. You had a quick 4 nothing run here. That was a beautiful alley-oop. I got to say. Georgie is someone I had no expectations for with as bad as last year went. You, your ceiling is so much higher with the way that he is playing because you know that Kofi is going to find yeah. some semblance of consistency. 
It's somewhere along the line. He will. He's too good not to. Io, nice behind the back dribble. He's finding Trent out top. Trent with 14 minutes to go. He takes it in for the layup. It is up and good. Illinois up 16 points, 14 to go. Trent is showing up tonight. Really happy for Trent. That's a quick 6-0 run in less than a minute after Duke cuts it to 10. Huge. Love love that response. 13.50 to go. Duke with a long three from Hurt. It is up. It is no good. The rebound to a foul on Io on the rebound. I don't know if he's in anywhere near foul trouble. That will be Illinois' sixth, though, or maybe even seven. Illinois has six players with eight-plus points. They just flashed that graphic. Love the balance. Six players. So that would be Trent, Io, Adam Miller, Georgie. Uh, Kofi already has eight, despite, I mean, that's the thing, right? Inconsistency. Kofi's an automatic eight and eight carp. Like, as much as we criticize him, and I do, I am frustrated with him by standing out there and chewing on a pencil, pencil, he gets eight and eight. Uh, This is another missed free throw for Duke, but they get the board. Number 13, great D from Adam Miller. DeMonte is there to help, and DeMonte doing what DeMonte does. He throws it off. Crotch shot. Yeah, wow. Dude, I Cup check. DeMonte, by the way, he's still looking for that second three, correct? We're still waiting for it. It's, it's got to be coming. Yeah. I love no, DeMonte. I think the only <laughs> concern you might have is that Io has three fouls, DeMonte has three fouls, Kofi has three fouls. Yeah, I think you, with a 16-point lead, how do you instruct them? Hey, guys, play soft? I don't know, but I think you tell them, we aren't trying for steals or anything here. Don't get handsy and hope that that... Works okay. And also, I guess Io will have to be conscientious on offense because you can't have him picking up a fourth foul. And if that means that he settles for 15 footers with Iowa, I'll take it. And a, I don't know what Curbelo turnover here. Was that on Trent or Curbelo? A bad pass or was Trent not ready for it? I think that was a bad pass. It was it skipped ahead of Trent a little too far. Curbelo is, I tweeted this out. I played NBA Live 95 on Sega Genesis back in the day. And the turbo button was just off the charts. And yeah. he... He is like if the turbo button just stuck. Okay, Duke with a long three. That one is up. It is no good. A rebound that's for not Hurt. A foul. And that's they, a weak. That's a jump ball. Like that's the definition of two guys going for a rebound. Demonte yeah. rips the ball away, and they call him for an over the back, and now he's got four fouls and he'll have to sit. How are we getting home cooking when there's no fans there? <laughs> how how does that happen? All right, so fifty four thirty eight, eight fouls that for sucks, Illinois. Three for got a ride with. Like a Grandison or a or a Coleman for a little bit here. Yeah, you do unless you you can't really put Miller. I don't think on a four, and I don't know if I'd want him on that. Wow, either. we already have eight fouls. Okay, so Duke. Well, well, naturally, Duke's trailing at home. They need to call eight fouls. You know. Yeah, that free throw was good for Duke, and we're lucky that Duke has not capitalized on the free throws earlier this half. But they do make that one to make it a fifteen point game, fifty four thirty nine. And the second one, oh, my score, my sports app here is a little bit ahead of me too. So it's 54-40 after the second one's good. Okay, so Duke is now 8 for 14 uh, from the line. We have a 14-point lead, 13-15 to go. The trap again for Duke. I think they're just going to do this the rest of the half, and it may actually have some benefits there. A foul on Duke. And that's not a foul? Hmm. I don't like the sound of that. I mean, it's whatever. Adam took it to the rim and... He got hacked, and they didn't call it, so it's out of bounds to Duke. I just, I don't know. It felt like the foul they called right before that, as Adam brought it across the ha- the timeline, was a makeup call, if anything. And I thought we were going to get a flurry and a flurry in a hurry. 
Okay, so Adam Miller totally got hacked there, and they call Adam the bounce. Thirteen oh six to go. Uh, you know what? what it's whatever it, to feel like you don't have the foul advantage, but it's okay because you're just far superior. Like it's whatever. At what point, if you're Underwood, do you start laying? And here's Hurt with a three. It is up. It is no good. We're lucky they're not making those shots. Oh, I like the sound of that. Crabello bringing it across half court. And he is taking it to the rim. No, he's not. He's bringing it back out. And, oh, now he's taking the baseline. It is. Oh, that tough son of a gun. Love Andre that, Corbello. That's beautiful. 56-40, 12-40 to go. Duke with a three from the corner. It is up. It is good. Is that Stewart? That's their first one of the game. Wow. 13-point Illinois lead with 12-30 yeah. to go. <laughs> Do you see that graphic? It feels, uh, like, uh, the uh, most, uh, uh, feels uh, like the most meaningless stat in the world. Duke's 1,094th straight game with a three. I mean, okay. wouldn't most teams in this modern era of basketball have I, I, that? <laughs> Trent loses it. It is a. It's going to be what jump ball to Duke with 12:14 to go. I guess didn't they get a jump ball in the first half and it went to Duke? It did, and then we got the ball to start the second half because of it. Well, whatever. <laughs> well, hey, here's the good news about despite that being a turnover, now you get the possession arrow. I'm trying to. Think of positives with that. Uh, real quick, DP Doe online at dpdo.com. Use coupon code Mike for $5 calzones. Deliver it anywhere in Champaign-Urbana. That's dpdo.com. 13-point Illinois lead with 12.05 to go. Eight fouls on Illinois, four on Duke. Hope that doesn't become a narrative as the second half goes along. Stewart kicks it back up top. A long three from Stewart. It is up. It is no good. And a rebound for Georgie. And the great thing about missed shots like that is they cannot set up their trap. Love it. All right. 56-43. This is over to Trent. Up top to Georgie, back up to Trent at the top of the key. He is faking a three and gets railroaded by DJ Stewart, who is pointing at his ear and, like, does someone... I don't get it. Okay, 11.40 to go. So we have a 13-point lead. <laughs> He's saying, like, we have to talk. Well, you basically headbutted him. So. Yeah, I don't think talk... I don't think communication would have done much there. Uh, what was the margin? Was it 13 at the last time out, too? Yes. So essentially, it's think about this. This has been a 12-point game since Illinois took the 12-point lead. It's fluctuated, but the closest it ever got was 8. The furthest it ever got was 19. So that's... I thought about that because Harry would joke with us that he would play the hardest team on NCAA football 14, and he'd try to go up like 10-0, and then essentially just do the Juice Williams thing where he runs like... 18 play drives runs the clock down to one before he snaps it. And so what, whenever Illinois is playing a tough team, I always just think of that and think, okay, if you can just get up 12 <laughs> and then literally play even for 30 minutes. You went now, does that hardly ever happen? No, but tonight that actually has been the case. You went up 12 and it's basically just been that, that margin for the rest of the game. Yeah, pretty much. And I, I got to give for as messy as it is. And a lot of the things that we saw in that Baylor game that, I don't think freaked us out, but made us think, oh, God, is this going to be a chronic problem? Listen, Baylor caused a lot of disruptions. And even though Illinois didn't have a crazy number of turnovers, they just were out of sorts. I, I am a little bit troubled by the fact that in the half-court sets, we do seem to lack um, a cohesiveness, I guess. Even Lafonso Ellis, the first time I ever agreed with him, he said during the halftime show that, you know, the second part of that first half, Illinois' offense looked disjointed. I kind of agree with that. But we're finding out that this team, for the most part, the defense remains consistent and it opens up opportunities in the transition. So I would love to see in these last 12 minutes. I love that idea, Trevor. 
this team has has got to be aggressive. They got to go for step on the throat kind of thing. And as long as you avoid another nine nothing run from Duke, you're in good shape. And also, we've seen that even if Duke gets that run, Illinois is capable of a quick five six nothing run themselves. I don't even mean this as a slight to Duke. I just mean this as a compliment to Baylor. Yeah. Tonight, you look so much. You know, things are more rhythmic tonight, despite them not being as as flowy or rhythmic as you'd want them to be. I honestly just think it's a compliment to Baylor that it looked as, as um, I don't know what the word would be, mucky as it was last week. Because, I mean, I'm watching this, and it just seems like the floor spacing is better. You have better penetration. And, again, I'm not even saying, like, Duke's bad defensively. I'm just saying that Baylor is that good defensively. Oh, they're, they're phenomenal. I, I hate that we did not get the game on Saturday. I, I got to be honest, Saturday, apart from the Illinois-Iowa game, it was – the sports day got off to a bad start because it was one of the rare college basketball games without Illinois in it that I had circled. And I said, you know, I might not watch the whole thing, but I'm going to watch the second half and watch one and two go to go against each other because you don't get that very much. And yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I mean, Baylor is on another level and I'm hoping what that means is for this week, here's the deal. If Illinois beats Duke and Missouri this week, we are feeling top of the world. Can you imagine the elation? If you get these two wins, you solidify that top five ranking going the Big Ten. We feel every bit as good. I mean, certainly we feel better if we got in the Baylor win. But that becomes a distant memory if you get these two wins this week. Well, you're the top story tonight for sure, right? I yeah, mean, yeah. I mean, not, trying to I'm think I well, anything, but I mean Iowa. Iowa was damn maybe good. maybe Iowa's the top story, yeah. Uh real quick oh, uh, nice pass. Ooh, okay. I like the sound of that. Real quick, we have uh, records. I couldn't finish. No. Fifty eight fifty five. Oh, Trevor. Rutgers with the lead on Syracuse. Alan Griffin having a nice, well, productive night, but not the most efficient from the field, and he's got five turnovers, but I do miss Alan Griffin. I like Alan Did Griffin. Did you guys happen to catch the end of their game against Bryant? I no. don't know why you would have. So Syracuse was up, um, I believe it was five with like a minute to go, and <laughs> and Alan completely blew two straight defense. And I'm not saying this like a karma thing, but it's just it's true. It happened. Allen blew two straight defensive assignments and Bryant tied the game at 85. Now Duke came or Duke Syracuse came down and won the game, but for a split second, I just thought, okay, well there's the end of that MSU game times two against Bryant. (laughs) Georgie with a nice putback and he gets fouled. That's huge. Georgie has just been making plays. You can just already tell from Curbelo that he's making dumb mistakes at times, but he just has, it like he sees things that the normal basketball player does not see he is it's just fun he's got this kinetic energy about him even when he makes mistakes you say oh that's and that's so on turnover from him oh from him oh gosh darn it well georgie with the free throw it is up it is no good 15 point lead for illinois 10 55 to go duke with the ball 10 50 so trevor you're probably what about 30 seconds 40 seconds ahead yeah duke gets a miss here and andre leads the fast break and just throws it a little bit too high for Io. But again, it's just part of that frenetic fun energy where he's so excited to get it down there that he over he overdoes it. Yeah, I feel like this trial by fire thing for him, and you're up 15, so fine, leave him out there. He's making mistakes, but you know he will make a play. Just For every mistake he makes, he'll make a good play for you. But I hope this trial by fire pays off in January yeah. and February. I, I would assume it would, that the game is going to slow down for him and that all this crazy stuff he does is going to come Ooh. without the cost. Ooh, oh, I like the sound of that. Okay, DJ Stewart up top, a long three for Duke. It is up. It is good. 
Illinois with the ball, 10-25 to go. It's a 12-point lead. I hope that Trevor's sound was good. Well, just watch watch Curbelo on this possession now do the complete opposite of what he just did that made you throw your remote. <laughs> All right. Get oh out of goodness. a double team with this like behind the back spin oh. thing. <laughs> okay, so here's Curbelo past the half court line. He's got double teamed. He splits it and then he throws it up to Kofi for <laughs> alley oop, but no good on the alley oop. Curbelo gets fouled. He's going to the line. It's like the Harlem Globetrotters out here, man, but just half the time he messes up. I mean, if that isn't the Curbelo experience experience in 60 seconds okay. right he overthrows the fast break pass but then in a double team he goes behind his back and through his legs and throws up an oop that kofi doesn't finish but okay a did great you, pass did you that guy grabbed kofi's arm and they didn't call it i mean jay on billis the, said this the in the jay billis said in the first half that the bigger the guy the less likely they get the calls and we're seeing that come to fruition yeah Corbello makes the free Which throw is to go 13. so dumb it's it is so dumb a foul's a foul i mean that's if I were given like 10 things to complain about, one of them would be the, well, he's a rookie. So the strike zone narrows <laughs> or, well, he's a big yeah. guy. No, like a foul is a foul. You know, well, sit down Schwarber. You're a rookie. So that's a strike. No, it's not like it's. I, ugh, I makes both 60 to 46. So we got a 14 point lead, just like we had a halftime, 10 minutes have elapsed in the second half. Duke has taken a few punches. You responded back. And really it is the half court defense for Illinois that's keeping Duke from getting into extended stretches. And when we aren't turning the ball over, then Duke can't get it out and run it. So we have 9.50 to go. Oh, oh okay. This is going to be interesting. <laughs> so like you were buffering. <laughs> I, I like, I, it came out and I tried to catch it and it just turned into a, a tongue whistling. So there was an offensive rebound for Duke. There's 9.35 to go. They kick it back up top. This is going to be a take to the rim. They're looking for something in the half court. This is going to be uh, number three. Uh, nice defense by Kofi. That is where he gets disrupted there. Trent, ah, poop on a stick. 12 timeouts. There's your, uh, there's your. Okay, so we have a jump ball, correct? It's going to go hey, to the Illinois. Possession arrow. Told you it would pay off. Hey, I didn't realize that DeMonte, he has eight points. So does that mean he had a second three? Is that or did yeah, they list that? Right, because he hit one coming out of the first, out of the second that half. That was he it. One early that in the was first it. half, right? Yeah, people are listening to the first half of this first bit of this podcast. I think Carp, he already made one before that. Okay, so Kofi uh, holds on to it there. He helps out Trent, who had run into a bit of trouble. Illinois with the ball, twenty-two seconds on the shot clock, nine nineteen, and we have. Yeah, I think so. I, with eight fouls for Illinois, seven for Duke, nine nineteen to go. A quick timeout. It looks like Illinois taking their second here. Correct. Or maybe they're just reviewing it, but oh. either way, it's a good break. I like it, too. Yeah. All right. A quick reminder, the 200 level brought to you by 4th and Kirby, just in time for Christmas. If you order within the next week, you'll probably get it. Just in plenty of time for Christmas. They have great swag there. I'm rocking my orange T-shirt from last year with the blue Illinois script font. Wore this to the Iowa game. This is my good luck T-shirt. I think this is going to have to be my game day T-shirt going forward. 4thandkirby.com. Coupon code 200 level for 10% off the of 4th and Kirby. Dot com. Do you guys have, I'll give you a quick example, a buddy of mine, tonight he wanted to change the fortunes after the Baylor game. In the 0405 season, my friend Kenton wore the same orange and blue track suit, and he would get hot walk for lunch or dinner whenever the game was. <laughs> he, he did it tonight, and it worked. And the one game, guess what game he did not do it for that year? The Ohio State game. Yep. I, they didn't go that Sunday. They ended up getting oh, like Taco Bell instead. So, 
I don't, I don't believe it. I don't know if that was, uh, Trevor was for my story about my friend or something bad that happened on the court. No, that was your story. I oh, just okay. that's crazy <laughs> that. <laughs> that the one time he didn't do it. Trent finds Iowa. Iowa with the floater up and good. 16-point Illinois lead with nine to go. Out. Mm, okay. Come on now. I have a, I got a consp- or, uh, superstition thing that reminded me from last time. Ah, gosh dang it. It looks like Duke might uh, get one back here. A three for Stewart. Three of the game. Hey, you know what? That that's fine. Thirteen point lead for Illinois. Eight forty two and a quick timeout looks like for Duke. Okay, so what's your superstitious apparel? Okay, so a few years ago, I got these Illinois socks for Christmas, kind of as like a gag gift. But so I wore them, and they won a handful of games. Um, what season would this have been? This would have been. This was. Uh, they they weren't even like good games, but a couple of the games were when Malcolm was there. It were they were the games that I went to personally. So, uh, my freshman year of college, I went to the game when we beat Michigan State when they had Miles Bridges and stuff at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, then I actually went to the NIT game against Boise State that year. That year in the oh, we what won. a what an atmosphere that yeah. was. Yeah, <laughs> and those games I, were oddly fun because we knew that we had the new coach coming in. Uh, the Minnesota game where we just blew Minnesota out a few years ago. Um, and then I wore them to the Miami game last year. Um, and I don't think I've worn them since on any day. So they clearly weren't the good luck. How about Miami today? They were down yeah. by uh, what? 15, 16 to Purdue. And then Purdue exactly what, what you did to them. The inverse basically. without, without Chris likes. So they get the win today, and that's a that's a bad loss for Purdue. When I would assume that Likes is Miami's best player elsewhere in the Big Ten ACC Challenge, we talked about Iowa. That offense is frightening, though. I, I do agree that the moments where I texted you guys that Iowa didn't impress me, North Carolina, they're young. I assume they're young. They're not very good. Yeah, they don't appear to be very good, but they got athletes, so they were able to disrupt uh, Garza enough, but. Iowa just made too many damn threes. So I'm thinking, God, if you just body those guys up, in a way, I almost feel like just give Garza his. And with Kofi and Georgie kind of playing the way he is, I think that you might actually be a good matchup against Iowa, where maybe a team like uh, North Carolina is not. Penn, yeah. Penn State, what a win. 20.1. Who's their coach? I don't even know what coach they hired. That's a <laughs> shocker because they have their interim coach. And, you know, they lose Lamar Stevens. And Virginia Tech beat number three Nova last week. And so Good you're thinking, Lord. all right, well, that I think the line was like Virginia Tech minus nine and Penn State wins by 20. Yeah, it's 75 to 55. That's impressive. Ohio State with a pretty nice win at Notre Dame, 90 to 85. Liddell was amazing in that game. Of I course. most of it. Breaks my heart. I mean, because if he's on this team, we're, we're top – well, I mean, uh, we're sixth. But, I mean, I'm saying we're, we're – <laughs> essentially, he would be the missing – You would piece. have no – you would – basically have no weakness and you'd have more depth minnesota with an overtime win over boston college they're five and zero. i know that it may not be against i don't know what their schedule's like but they do have what is it Carr, marcus Carr, who is an absolute stud and not that i count on patino to turn them anything great but no gimmies apart from what northwestern this year is that the gimme yeah, I will say that Minnesota might be sneaky just because you're coming off Mizzou. They're, I don't know if they have another game, so they're 5-0. and Carr gets like 30 a game. He's basically a better version of Kendrick Nunn. And then they have um, 
I didn't even know this, but they have a guy named Liam Robbins, who's the leading shot blocker in all of the NCAA. And he's again hmm. that this year, he transferred from a smaller school. So, you know, they're, they're probably going to be one of those like pesky. I'm trying to think of the comp last year, like the eight or nine seed in the big 10 tournament who definitely could beat somebody on a good night, but won't always. But I, I'm not saying you, you should worry about that game, but you know, they're not something to be taken completely lightly. We have Kofi. Hey, Ooh, okay, four on Hurt, it looks like, as he's defending Kofi. He fouls Kofi. Kofi does not make the shot, of course. <sighs> he will it's go. At this point. <laughs> He'll go My to the line. It is a shooting foul, right? It's purely fundamental, by the way. It's like a fundamental mm-hmm. frustration that someone that size with hands that large should be able to finish at the rim. Like, I totally understand his impact. And, and you're like a, I mean, you're a plus 19 with everybody on the floor right now, but you're a, a huge plus with him on the floor. But it's just, I'm just fundamentally frustrated when he can't make a shot. It's like, dude, you're seven feet. Like, just tap it in. Yeah, the I thing know. That frustrate, the thing that frustrates me about Kofi is you wonder now that he looks no better offensively since March, and he still looks Correct. pretty sloppy. So you wonder if he's just going to always be a seven-foot monster who's pretty raw offensively and can just block everything. So – I mean, he's still young, but he's pretty. Ooh, I love the sound of that. Okay, so Duke with the ball, 8-12 to go. They're taking it to the rim. They get the goaltend on Kofi, so I'm assuming something good happens the other way. (laughs) You know what I wish, and this is maybe a bit of a leap, but if you could monetize your likeness as college athletes, (laughs) don't you feel like Kofi would stay because he'd get plenty of endorsements and stuff locally. He could make some cash here. Wait, Georgie finds yeah. Kofi on the alley-oop. Good Lord. 65 I thought that was the alley-oop coming up. Dude, Georgie is playing great. He's playing. He's, oh. he's, played, ama- he's played amazing tonight. That's two games in a row against top-level competition. Stewart from the foul line. He makes it. It's a 12-point game. 65-53. So Duke, you can tell they're really, they're playing that like three minutes left in the game. We got to go, got to go, got to go. And you just need to weather this storm here and get to the under four timeout with this lead intact. Trent up at the top of the key. Andre Curbelo <laughs> with the ball. Looking for Kofi down low. Kofi gets doubled. He finds Georgie. He travels. Yeah, he kind of That was there. such a good offensive possession. And the Georgie had Stewart on him and he traveled. Yeah. 65-53, 12 point Illinois lead, eight fouls on Illinois, eight fouls on Duke. So it has evened out. That's good news. Same thing first half same where ex- same exact stretch again, Carp. This lead was exactly where it was four minutes ago. Yeah. And the more you go, eventually there's no more four minute increments to go. And I think that as I look at the game here and feel like, well, wait a second, Io has been solid, if not spectacular. I still feel like he's got something left in him to help you ice this game. And especially as you need to start going to the free throw line, whether it's him shooting it or Trent or heck, I mean, Adam Miller may not have a lot of free throw attempts in his career, but I feel pretty good about that too. If it turns down, turns into one of those games where Duke has to slow it down and just force you the line. Okay, let's do it. Uh, Let's see here. Elsewhere in the Big Ten ACC Challenge, I think we covered everything. Rutgers is up right now by six with two minutes to go. Alan Griffin's stat line, 20 points. 7 of 17 from the field, 8 rebounds. Wow. He does have 6 turnovers, but he is good. I Pretty miss good. I miss him. I really do. We could use him. I mean, listen, you could always use a shooter and a rebounder like he is. I'm trying to look at last year, he averaged 18 minutes a game. Do you think that it was 
Do we have any idea why he left? Like legit, or is it all kind of smoke uh, around that? Uh, kind of. It's yeah. a, p- a potential personal issue, correct? And is there anything? I can, uh, is I can there, text you after this uh, podcast. I, I remember it now. <laughs> after you guys reacted like that, I kind of remember. I mean, is there was there anything in the way of the basketball program itself was why he transferred out? Like he didn't get along no. with under. Okay. Man. I mean, I, I know that it was very widely known that after his freshman year, the staff was trying to get him, and this sounds like creepy, I don't mean it in a creepy way, but the staff was trying to get him to not go home over the summer, which he didn't. And then I will just say that this summer he did go home, and then he announced he was transferring. So. Isn't that weird to think that you, a commit, or not even a commit, but a player on your team, that his commitment to the team could be so fleeting that you can't let him leave the town like you can't trust him to take a trip without saying, guys, I, I'm not coming back. That is, I, I could not be a coach. I, always, I couldn't do it. I would get so pissed off at these 17, 18 year old kids. There's, there's like a, there's some sort of a theory, a communication theory I learned about in college, but it's basically that you begin to resent the generation below you, like automatically, no matter what, as you get older. And I'm not, hating on kids nowadays because i mean i'm only 22 but it does seem like it, this is the generation of instant gratification and decommitting and committing for no good reason on social media so it would be hard even once you get a kid committed and signed there's still no sure thing he's going to be there for four years and that would just be so hard as a coach um just have to deal with that not knowing all the time. Well, your livelihood is tied up in it, right? And there's no guarantee, and especially at the NCAA, and I'm fine with it. I'm fine with players getting one-time transfer. I think coaches can have that freedom, and players should too. But, okay, Duke with the three, it is up, it is no good. Rebound to DJ Stewart, and that is going to be a 15-footer, it is up, it is no good, and rebound for Kofi. Okay. I feel comfortable lead. saying this because the uh, statute of limitations is up, but I know for a fact someone told me this that the specific reason why Underwood got both Grandison and Hutchison is that he said quote I'm not feeling good about Allen so I'm going to get two guys in here that might be able to replace him if or when he leaves That's essentially Crabello takes it to the rim it is up it is good a nice little and not great seal from Kofi great seal thing I bats that pick I knew it was something different so nice seal from Kofi Andre Crabello with that speed gets around 14 point Illinois lead 6:30 to go Half-court defense out there, and a easy little floater for Duke does not go in. Georgie with the board. He's trying to get it out of there. He does to Curbelo. So, Illinois with the ball. In control. 14-point lead. I just heard something that might be promising with three-pointer from Curbelo. It is up. Why would he shoot that? Hmm. 6-18 to go with a puzzling heat-check three-pointer from Andre Curbelo. Here's DJ <laughs> Stewart. Duke passing it around the perimeter. And not much happening here. 6.05 to go. This is Hurt with the ball. Long three. It is up. It is no good. And Curbelo does not get the board. Another three-point opportunity for Duke. It is up. It is good. I, I, I guess it's out. two. What's that there, Trevor? That was a long two? He stepped on her saying he stepped on the line, yeah. Okay. Jamin Brakefield. I will say that it's, you know, I was just going to say it off of that that name, Carp. It's nice that was five and a half minutes ago in the game there isn't really like by now in the Baylor game, I'm going, who's flag. You know, who's this? <laughs> yeah. I don't really, we're, I'm not, I'm not getting those names. Like I, we haven't gone, who the hell is Brakefield? Like it, it, it's not bothersome. Ooh. They're not, 
I hope that's Sorry. a good one for my... No, 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 no. Crabello taking it to the rim. It is up. It is good. What a floater. Dude, this kid, you clean He's up the game so a little bit. Smooth. 14-point lead. You know what we're seeing too, guys? And Trent is still getting his minutes. I've noticed that Crabello is becoming the primary ball handler. And I don't know if he's ever going to start yep. this year, but you're seeing him in crucial minutes in the second half be the guy. And I love it. I, I know he's going to take his lumps now, but make make him take the lumps now so that in the Big Ten season he can play 25 minutes a game, no problem, and be the primary guy. So then you get Io, you get Trent, you get Adam Miller playing off the ball, and then that opens everything up for them. I was just texting with somebody else about this, and they said, so at what point, no offense to Trent, does Curbelo become the primary ball handler? Now. Because – I mean, and and you got to weigh the competition too, right? Like you should not be this good. And I know we're seeing the good and the bad. So yeah, I get that, but you should not have those good of flashes against a top 10 team, two straight games for a guy who has, I mean, let's not even, you know, not even a freshman basketball. He's barely played like American basketball. And so he's just the, the potential there is, is just crazy. He's the kind of guy too that he's got a almost marketability because of that hairdo and the what style of a play. play. For us or them? For us. Okay. Cool. With just an amazing block to to break up a fast break. All right. So here we go. It looks like a trap for Duke might end up being successful here with five to go. Trent has the ball on the perimeter. He is taking it to Oh, no, that's the turnover oh. there. So here's the D that Trevor was alluding to. DeMonte gets his hands oh, up, shoot. disruptive. It is off of, nope, DeMonte corrals it. Illinois ball, 440 to go. That is huge. Wow. I hope that Adam Miller's okay. He is getting up and walking okay. Looks like he might just got a stinger there in his leg. There's a shot of him on the bench now. It looks like he's just kind of clutching his arm. I okay. think he just bumped it or something. It doesn't look bad. Dude, DeMonte is just playing, fan- I hope, because we get the – they get a six year if they want it, or they get an additional year if they want it. I hope DeMonte takes us up on it. I, I keep him on this team as long as he wants to, because I don't know if he's the kind of guy that goes to Europe and plays a bunch of years, but why not come back? He would be a six year guy. Well, he has in a lot school. to gain, right? Like, yeah. like he's the type of guy that should do that. I'm not trying to tell him what to do, but like that would make sense if, if it were if I were him to do that. I O from the oh, line, boy. no good. Duke with the ball. It's a 12-point lead. They got not quite a fast break here, but a little bit of transition offense. But Illinois gets back quickly. Hurt, though. Easy two. This is a 10-point game with four, oh, 10 boy. to go. I hope that's not too far in advance. Oh, boy, Trevor. Matthew. Oh, you're going to wow. see... Uh... You're going to see Curbelo do the uh, Energizer Bunny. I don't know where I'm going and spinning in circles thing, and he ends up throwing the ball out of bounds. That's what happens there with 3.59 to go. We're going to our last media timeout. Eight fouls on both teams. It's a 10-point <laughs> lead. You see saying, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> and I, I, we got to check how many turnovers that is for Curbelo. So I, I would prefer this to be a 14-point lead right now. But here you are, 10-point lead, four minutes to go. <laughs> You really just need to keep this a half-court offense game. And what that means is don't turn the damn ball over. Run good half-court sets. Force them to foul you. Make your free throws. Win the game. Turnovers for Curbelo. He is now at either five or six. Not sure how updated this is. But he does have 10 points, three rebounds, two assists. Georgie with 11 points. DeMonte, eight. Trent, eight. Adam Miller, nine. He has not scored since early in the first half. Kofi, 11. uh, Io, 12. And... Hey, he's got 10 rebounds and five assists. This is IO time. Be the closer. Yes, it is. He's got 10 rebounds? 10 rebounds, yeah. Wow. 
All right. Uh, Steve Greenberg with a nice tweet here. I don't, I don't like to engage in hyperbole, so I'll keep it subtle. Andre Curbelo is Steve Nash. <laughs> and then uh, 44, 44 seconds ago, wildly out of control, can't really shoot the three Steve Nash, but fun as hell to watch. And that's pretty, pretty accurate, I think, what he's playing. All right. Let's not overcomplicate this. You got four minutes. You probably need, I'm thinking you're up 10. You need to run three, four more good plays. And at that point, it becomes a free throw game at worst. Yeah. Well, you just, at this point, I don't know if Corbello is your primary ball handler. He's more of yeah. the aggressor. I think right now you need more of the protector. You need more of the right, don't Corbello's turn the ball the over. Frenetic, right, not the safe play. Yeah, and it's not about okay. Well, what you guys are going to try to run the clock out with four minutes to go? Listen, back in the Weber era and the Gross era, that became commonplace, especially the Weber era, where you kind of clenched up when you thought, okay, I know there's four minutes to go. I know we're up eight, but we're just going to run the clock down and get a terrible shot. At least with Io, <laughs> your your basement for how bad a final shot in the shot clock would be, that raises. Because you know that he can at least create something, and with eight fouls, hopefully he gets the benefit of the doubt with some of these foul calls. Get to the line. Man, there was just there was nothing worse than those Weber games towards the end there where, like... Oh, we got to talk about Weber. I'm not, blaming, I, I'm not blaming any specific player, and yeah, we'll get to that. But, oh. man, it was just like four corners for 31 seconds, and then somebody hoisted something, and it never worked. Kansas State loses two. Yep. Fort Hayes State. Who? They don't even have their logo updated on my Yahoo Sports app. They don't have a logo. They have an F for Fort Hayes State. They beat Kansas State. Kansas State on the year is 1-4. and four. They have lost to Drake, Colorado. I don't know how good they are or not. UNLV. They did beat Missouri, Kansas City. UMKC is their known, I guess. And they have Butler coming up on Friday, and uh, that's not that's not good for Bruce. Okay, ten point lead, three fifty five to go. Duke with the ball, eight fouls on both teams. Duke running some half court offense here. This is a take to the rim for Duke. It is no good. Good defense and a rebound for Trent. Kobe yes. disruptive. I love the sound hey, of that as Io brings it across half court. Three forty to go. Illinois with the ball and twenty seconds to go in the shot clock. Disruptive defense from Duke, but yes. Io finds Demonte Trent. One of the three does not take it. 15 seconds to go, and something really good is going to happen. I'm excited about Let's this. Let's go. Io with the ball over to DeMonte, over to Trent. Trent passes up the three. He finds Kofi for the alley-oop. A layup, but it still works. 12-point lead for Illinois. 3.15 to go. Georgie's pumped on the sideline. Sorry I'm so far behind, you guys. 3.10 to go. 25 on the shot clock for Duke. They take it to the rim. It is no good. Here's Curbelo on the fast break. He's looking for Trent, or is he going to keep it? No, he gets it to Trent to DeMonte. DeMonte with the layup. It is a 14-point Illinois lead with three minutes to go. Oh, it's beautiful. Ooh. DJ Stewart with the ball for Duke. Duke's got to go in a hurry here. Illinois with Trent, Io, Andre Curbelo, DeMonte, and Kofi. And how about this, guys? It is Curbelo, not Adam Miller. No slide against Miller, but Underwood's going with the uh, frenetic Curbelo. Three-pointer there for Duke, though. So it's 11-point lead with 2.39 to go. Timeout, Duke. Whew. That was a nice little sequence, though. That was fun. That was the perfect wow. response. Big players make big plays. And Kofi stepped up and made a... A six-inch lay-in, so we well, got to give him some props. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, real quick, DP Doe. I'm on to dpdoe.com. Hey, if this holds, and let's hope it does with 239 to go, you may be enjoying a celebratory calzone, and why not? They deliver anywhere in Champaign-Urbana, so you can imbibe late into the evening and enjoy 
any number of DPDOs, premium construction, or just regular calzones. Use coupon code Mike for $5 calzones, $6 premium construction, dpdo.com. Two thirty-nine to go, and it is I Illinois ball. Stress how big Georgie and DeMonte have been. These, I mean, even in the loss, it's just, I mean, you could not craft a better role for like a DeMonte to hit a few threes, do everything well on defense, give you eight points and six boards. Like, this is just like, I, I don't know. I'm over the moon with their production because yeah. I wasn't expecting much. No, I thought DeMonte had a chance to be very efficient Chester Frazier kind of year offensively, and he has been so far, but he's not just doing that. He's making spectacular plays elsewhere. So here we go. We get across. We break the trap fairly easily with 2.30 to go, 20 on the shot clock, Iowa up top. Again, eight fouls on both teams, so we'll see if this turns into a free-throw shooting contest for Illinois. 2.20 to go, 12 on the shot clock, Io looking for some space. He's taking it towards the rim to the baseline. He gets the foul. All right. Nice. Well done. You waste most of the shot clock, and you go to the line. He gets that on Goldmeyer. That Goldmeyer kid is hey, the rest pretty good. Of the... I'm fine. At the, the rest of the game, Io can just dribble out and, and then pull up. Like you said, Garp, he's <laughs> – Probably the number one guy that can, even at the last second of the shot clock, he can create space. So whatever, just run IO isolation the rest of the game. That free throw is good. It is a 12-point Illinois lead, 74-62, 216 to go. Curbelo now sits, by the way. <clears throat> yeah, I I don't know how defensively he's been. He's going to have his moments. I haven't noticed yeah, him. Not, not great. Yeah. So who's in for him? Uh, is I Miller believe back? they subbed in um, Georgie. Georgie. So you've got DeMonte, Trent, Io, Georgie, and Kofi. And and I, I say Adam Miller, he did take that stinger to the arm. So maybe that's still bothering him. Or maybe he wouldn't be in, out there right now anyways. But the way Georgie's playing, and you have Hurt, and you have Jalen Johnson, you have two bigs for Duke. I, I like the size for Illinois here. So 2.15 to go. Duke ball down 13. Illinois is in the double bonus. Duke is in the regular bonus. Illinois still at eight fouls. Okay, so Duke with the ball up on the perimeter, kind of passing it around, not much yet. DJ Stewart looking for something back up top to Roach. Roach trying to take it in. Illinois disruptive, and it looks like this will be a jump ball and stay with Duke. The damn possession arrow again. Hey, but you know what? If it happens again, it's coming back our way. This is beautiful, guys. This is beautiful. Well, this is pretty remarkable when you consider this has just been I know that there have been messy parts of this performance it is after all Illinois' fifth game of the year but that you're doing all this and maintaining a consistent lead on the road <laughs> yes okay great <laughs> that was like oh. an evil joker laugh I'm gonna Trevor. enjoy this okay so here is a free throw attempt from <laughs> Duke oh they got fouled oh that's missed anyways ball don't lie DeMonte with the board over to Curbelo Curbelo I, I get the feeling Curbelo's gonna do something kind of fun here maybe let's see here Let's take our bets now before it happens. Oh, that was nice. Oh, boy. Kofi's standing right there. No one's around Kofi. Andre Corbello taking it to the rim, and he lays it up and in. I love this kid. 77-62. Duke's ass <laughs> at Cameron. Three-pointer for Duke. It is up. It is no good. And a rebound for Io. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm feeling good about this. I think this we might win this game. the fans were there, though, so you could get in their face and show them what's up. Oh, man. You know what's great is that in media guides, long after this happens, it's still going to say, Illinois beat Duke at Duke. And I don't care if there were fans there or not, but regardless, this is a performance that it wasn't perfect. But you did what a good veteran team does. You held that lead all game, and you didn't let them get it within eight points. Crazy. Duke with a long three attempt from DJ Stewart. It is up. It is good. I'm assuming a quick timeout for them. Or no, it was Coach Kagan. Yeah, quick timeout. 
12 point lead with a 102 to go. Okay, guys, I don't think it's too early to start trying to think of titles. What do we got? I mean, who was our stud today? Crabello had his moments for sure, but everybody was good. I mean, honestly, if I'm focusing on one person, it's DeMonte, as goofy as that sounds. Um, It's not worthy of the title, but uh, I'm trying to think like Cameron Crazy would be Cameron Lazy. (laughs) What about like Trebello takes on Cameron or... hmm. Uh, I mean, okay, so DeMonte's been great, for sure. Crabello has had the highlight moments, I guess. Yeah. Um, uh, Georgie's been like great. To, They've all been good. I feel like good. we need to go more macro. Like, my yeah. focus on this is Illinois just freaking beat Duke by 14 points, not Curbelo had a pretty good game. What about, like, instead of the Cameron crazies, like, something about crying, like Cameron crying or – um, since we just beat him by double digits. Um, how about this? How about this? There was a game back in the day, in the 90s, old first-person shooter called Dukem Nukem. Now, I, I know that doesn't make 100% sense, but you went in there and you just kind of kicked their butt, and I don't know if, like, nuked them. Well, I mean, I like that. Duked him, nuked him, or Dukem Nukem? I don't know. <laughs> you... Get really lazy with it and just say, Duke them, rebuke them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I like that we have a minute left in the game and we can do this exercise. It'll maybe come to us before we sign off. It is 102 to go in the game, 77-65. You know what's good, guys? People actually listen to this podcast. Some People still listen to the Baylor yeah. one, but that I woke up the next day not wanting to think about Illinois basketball. I just needed a break, you know? Here's the alley-oop I mean, to go. Is right there, right? Io gets the what an alley oop kind of tipped back to him and he just takes it himself. Fourteen point lead. What was that, Trevor? Well, I was saying you could do anything with hurt. That's right there for you. But I, I mean, everybody mm. hurts. Uh, but I think we. I think more macro though, because no. this is the kind of thing where if we are doing a right, retrospective right, right. later in the year and people look at episode titles, I want them to right. know this was the Duke game. Like Duke, it's Duke, Duke. So it almost is so macro. You could just name it something. Something like not even punny because we did yeah, that right. a few times last year where it was like one more or, or something like that, and it was left celebration day, um, which was a Zeppelin song title, but it was more just the fact that you beat the number five team in the nation. Right. Uh, this is always the worst part of the podcast because I imagine anyone who's listening already <laughs> they already know the title. <laughs> <laughs> Trent brings it across the timeline. He's fouled though, so he will go the line shooting two with forty four seconds to go. Eleven point lead for Illinois. 10.45 p.m. Central Time. This is one of those games that no college basketball game should go two hours and 15 minutes, but if it is, might as well be the time that you beat Duke and Cameron Indoor. This game could go Hope three hours. you're still up. Get your cup of coffee. Hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's think here. You're right. Actually, we'll, we'll just let the title come to us. We can text as I'm... I gotta save the podcast and all that. We don't need to bore the listeners with our episode titling process we did it so many times last year and it's probably the most skippable part of the damn podcast <laughs> 79 68 44 seconds to go transfers free throws up and good 12 point illinois lead with 44 seconds it's amazing I guys i think one of my go ahead i'm oh, sorry no? um, one of my sneaky favorite titles was io de sunmu in the chamber of buckets because it just <laughs> it didn't really make any sense no, but it's... and somehow harry potter got in there but um that was a good yeah, one. That's, it, 
they've all been great. So let's see here. 13 point lead. This is 40 so, can we just bask in this for Yeah, we should, man. I mean, listen, I was, I was eight years old, no, nine years old when Illinois won at Duke last time. And I remember distinctly that game. It was on a week, I think a Saturday night. And Kawan Garris was great. Bryant Notre had the final dunk of the game. And the next morning, my family, we always went to the old donut shop, which is where Einstein Bagels is at the corner of Lincoln and University. It's like a U of I building. And we went through the old donut shop, and one of the assistant coaches, I think it was Scott Nagy, uh, came in, and we went up to him and said, hey, congratulations, coach. Like, Because literally 12 hours before, we saw them beating Duke at Duke. And we were top of the world. That Illinois team, sadly, it was Lou Henson's last, and they did not make the tournament. But that was such a fun night. And Dagger. He, oh, <laughs> Io with the ball, top Ooh. of the key. He's looking from the free throw line up, very Michael Jordan-esque. It is good. 83 oh. to 68. Boys, Iowa made the statement, but you aren't far behind. Where's the handshakes, Coach K? You just walked off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he looks uh, sad. Look, and... at, look at him just... Wow, oh, he didn't he didn't even wave. The clock right winds off. down. Illinois wins 83 to 68 Eight. for their first win at Duke since 1995. Four and one, number six in the nation, and the Bragg and Rights game coming up on Saturday. But I tell you what, guys, you needed a marquee non-conference win to really solidify that one or possible two seed in the NCAA tournament. You got it. And now let's go beat Missouri. But for you know what? For the next 48 hours, let's just bask in this. Let's enjoy it. You beat Duke on the road. That would be a perfect ending to the week to just take out Mizzou at Mizzou. But if if Purdue didn't choke there at the end, the Big Ten would be seven and zero right now. <sighs> Am I not reading into it too much that he literally walked off and did not wave or anything? He just walked off. Uh, yeah, it's fine. That's Coach K. He can be a surly. <laughs> no, bastard. I mean, I, I no, mean, no, I you love might be it. right. It's like a- it's like a Tom Brady thing. Like when he loses, he doesn't want to shake hands. Well, he lost two home games. I don't know if they played over the weekend against a scrub team or not, but he lost to Michigan State by basically the same. Well, actually, they lost to Michigan State by six. So I don't know if they got garbage buckets late, but Michigan State essentially did the same thing you did. But the difference with this game is that was, you know, there were moments when it got within eight. I was like, oh, don't do that. But really, you were just a lot better than they were. You're just better. You're better than it Duke by a considerable close. margin. No. Like, it ended up closer than it should have been, and it was a 15-point win. You're going to have harder time on the road against teams like, hell, we mentioned Minnesota earlier. You could go on the road to Minnesota, and then for whatever reason, that game, you're sweating it out to the very last possession, and then here you are against Duke, and I know it's early. I love the fact that you played a young team early, and maybe I wouldn't want any part of them in March, but you know what? I think I'd take my chances again. This this is just a better roster for Illinois, and the balance and this is my this was my concern guys after the opening three game stretch if Iowa and Kofi aren't there what are we going to do well Iowa and Kofi Iowa especially had fairly good games tonight but the supporting cast was terrific and they have confidence the young guys and someone like Georgie who we worried about being a head case last year Georgie's going to be good this year when you start like this I have no questions that Georgie's going to roll like this throughout the Big Ten schedule too I just love. I don't, the I don't even know what to say. I'm just. I, I feel you, man. Yeah, I don't really. I'm just kind of rambling at this point. Sorry, Isaac. Go ahead. I just, I just love the absolute balance of this team. What did that say? You had, you had seven or eight, or how many guys in double digits? Five, and you just had a lot of guys stepping up. Georgie is 
the the role that we wanted him to be last year. Curbelo's making a lot of mistakes, but that's what freshmen do. Miller had those big threes at the beginning of the game. And DeMonte just being the straight up glue that you need. And it wasn't it it last year in our wins, especially the big wins on the road, they all had in common that Io just decided to take over. This game, it was a it was a team effort. Even when Io wasn't scoring all the points, you stayed up double digits. So the fact that you were able to get points everywhere and get rebounds and balance everywhere is just so satisfying. Here's your final stat line. Io, 18 points on 6 of 11 shooting, 6 for 6 from the foul line, 11 boards, 5 assists. Kofi, 13 points, 4 of 9 shooting. You want better from that. 5 for 10 from the free throw line. So really, he could have had a 21-point game with no problem. But he still got 8 rebounds, and I, I know that Kofi will find some more consistency than what we're seeing. Trent Frazier, I felt like, had some of the biggest shots of the game. He still had 5 turnovers. Not good. But he had 10 points, 2 huge threes. Huge threes. He had 3 rebounds and 3 assists. Demonte Williams, I can't even say unsung hero. He's just a straight... Good basketball player right now. 10 points, 4 for 4 from the field, 2 for 2 from 3 point, uh, 3 rebounds, 1 assist, no turnovers, 2 steals. DeMonte Williams, Adam Miller, 9 points, all within the first 10 minutes of the game, I believe, 3 3 three, three pointers. But here you go from the bench, guys. Andre Corbello, 12 points, 3 rebounds, 2 assists. Georgie Pashanishvili, 11 points, 5 rebounds, 1 assist. That's terrific. That's a pretty damn good team. Beautiful. That's so good. Well, boys, I don't think you could have drawn that up much better, guys. <laughs> no, you couldn't. You couldn't. I, I was jittery no. with excitement in the first half and thinking, God, like, just don't let me at 11 o'clock tonight think, oh, my God, we were up 12 at Duke and we blew it. And Isaac, you mentioned that sort of that fear is an Illini fan that the other shoe is going to drop. This team is going to lose games. They're going to be frustrating in maybe many of these games. There's going to be five minute stretches. We're like, what are they doing? But they have enough talent to overcome a lot of that. So I'm excited to see this thing go forward. And I'm not even going to mention Missouri. We'll be back Saturday. I think that game is a seven o'clock. But for now, Illini fans, just bask in this. For the rest of the week, you should, because you just beat Duke, a top 10 Duke team, who I think by the end of the year, they might get to that ranking on the road to Cameron Indoor by 15. That's a beautiful thing. Well, guys, uh, let's text as I start uploading this thing. We'll figure out a name for it. We won't bore people with the details. Isaac, Trevor, thank you guys so much for helping out tonight. And uh, go have a celebratory drink. Uh, I assume you're going to be staying up late because I'm not going to sleep anytime soon. Hey, it's uh, normally I wouldn't drink on a Tuesday night, but, you know, you don't normally beat Duke by 15. No. So uh, here we go. Enjoy it. You guys will remember this as the older, elder statesman Illini fan of the three of us. You will remember this night forever, even if it doesn't mean we make a Final Four or anything. Now, listen, these are the kind of special non-conference wins that really good Illinois teams get. They got one tonight, so let's enjoy it. Trevor, Isaac, thanks, guys. Have a good rest of your night. Hey, adios. Hell yeah. All right. Isaac Ambrose, Trevor Valise helping out here on the 200 level. Illinois wins by 15 on the road against Duke. And last week, thank you all for listening. For those who did after the Baylor game, I had to kind of tune out with Illinois sports for a bit, especially after Saturday in the football game. Getting the mojo back, though, that was so much fun. A game where it was never in doubt. Think about that. It was never truly in doubt. The only time it was in doubt is when our Illini fandom, the idea of the other shoe dropping kind of came into play. But that game was not in doubt. And the Illinois guys, they knew on that bench, the game was never going to be in doubt because they were just better. 
what a privileged position to be in, to know that we have a team that is worthy of that top 10 ranking. We'll see as the season goes on if they're top five or not. But that is a win that Duke will figure things out. They'll be good in the ACC. They'll get the two or three seed, whatever it may be. That is a high-quality win that's going to help you out when seeding comes in March. And at the end of the day, whether this is a great Duke team or not, you beat Duke on the road. And in college basketball, that means something. I was, like I mentioned earlier, nine years old the last time they did it. Lou Henson era, lose last year, did not feel like it was going to be lose last year. And then the wheels kind of fell off, I think, in the Big Ten schedule. But, man, that was fun. Uh, I'm going to be up for a while longer. And reveling in this victory, as I'm sure many of you will as well. But I am going to sign off so I can get this up there for those that do want to relive that second half of what was a fantastic game at Duke. Before we go, DP Doe online at dpdoe.com. Use coupon code Mike for $5 calzones at dpdoe.com. Fourth and Kirby online at fourthandkirby.com. Coupon code 200 level for 10% off your order at fourthandkirby.com. And State Farm agent Brian Hansen online at brianismyguy.com. Got to thank all of our sponsors, Alana Inquirer, Champagne Showers Podcast Network. Enjoy this, Illini fans. I know I am, and this is going to be lasting with me for the rest of the week. We'll be back maybe with a podcast before the Missouri game, but certainly during the Bragg and Rights game, and a Bragg and Rights game unlike any other on Saturday night. I think that game is at 7 o'clock, so we'll do the second half for that. But you know what? Just enjoy this until then because it's special, and this team has the chance to be special themselves. Have a good night. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Appreciate you listening. Leave us a line on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to our podcast with a rating or review. Helps us out. And we'll see you, if not before Saturday, certainly for Illinois, Missouri. It is the 200th level.